Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good-ass food, listening to good-ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your hosts, Lil Robbie Vince and Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. All right, take two. Oh, on, what? On, take two okay. on, on this Johnny Cash album. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought you were directing like, no, all right, Randy. No, no, no. Roll back, take we're, two. This is take one of, take two of this <laughs> Musical podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gashville Traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nelson motherfucking Conroy. And I'm Lil Robbie Vince. So, uh, no episode last week. We Sorry. Ha- we ran into a little bit of an issue. Uh, we changed formats, as you can as you can see. Yes. Uh, we are no longer doing it live anymore, just for right now. Just we wanted to change things up and add some flair, some flavors to our podcast. True. Uh, True. So... Welcome. Welcome to the new and improved gastral travel. I hope we don't fuck up this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's going good. Randy looks confident. Listen to me. I'm telling you right now, we're going to release it under a secret project or some, th- some Patreon at- edition or whatever in the future because <laughs> it was such a good episode, such good content. Oh. That oh. We're going to try to oh. recapture the magic that we had last week. Today. It was it was magic. So hopefully we can get but some we still. We still have good vibes. We still got the oh, man absolutely. in black on the wall. We still got our fucking we cowboy still got coffee Johnny right Cash. here. We're still talking about prison. Oh. And we still got our Chef Angel. We still got Chef studio. Angel. He made the dish again, but uh a enhanced. little uh, enhanced a little batter this time. This yeah. week around, I would yeah. say. Absolutely. Um looks fucking delicious. Um uh, yeah. So he already ate his. He said it was amazing. Okay. Um so uh, how I believe are you, it when how I you taste doing? it. How you doing, son? I'm doing wonderful. Nice. I am. I've been in such a like, such a good groove. Ooh. Uh, you know, streaming and I don't know. I feel good about everything. Nice. That's good. I was two hours ago. I was like, I'm not like. I'm just like I wasn't with it. And then we all. Sat That's with... how I was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good now. Well, we like sat down back here and we all been bullshitting for like an hour, and it is. I am like. I think it like it got us warmed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Continue to so, do that. So. I like it a lot. So, welcome everybody to uh, Gastral Traveling. Thank you so much for uh, being here, hanging out with us, traveling alongside with us. Um, we love it, and we love y'all. And this is just Nelson. You got any stories for me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean related to this this album, or just in general. In general, is fine. None that I can think of off the top of my head, but I probably got some good stories. Okay. But um, maybe we should just talk about what, what, what we're here to talk about today. I'm cool with that. Uh, so this week we have, drum roll bum, a little bum, bit, bum, bum. At Folsom Prism by Johnny Cash. Uh, Amazing. One of, one of our favorite albums. Oh, yes. Beautiful album. Uh, see, with this album, Rob, people people say that, you know, oh, I hate country music. Country music is for hillbillies, for hicks, or... <laughs> It sucks. It's for fucking red. A lot of it, 
A lot of it is garbage. Uh-huh. A lot of it is just, I'm going to hop in my tractor, <laughs> fuck my cousin. Shit like that. It's oh, not okay. good. I don't like it. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Some of it I like. But <laughs> <laughs> Some of it I like. But, but this this is what a country is, what country in should its, be. In its essence, this is what country should have yes. never have strayed yes. away from. And, you know, if you hear somebody talking shit about country, you know, just talk about Johnny Cash, talk about Waylon Jennings, talk about... <sighs> Sturgill Simpson, all these, there's, Ooh, there's, yeah, the new boys of country. There's Coulter Wall. Oh my God, get on it, Charlie Crockett, get the fuck on. Fucking it. hick. <laughs> 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 there's, a, no, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of good country out there, and we we want to explore it in one of our av- our this avenue here. Yes, uh, of how good it can be, and we'll talk shit about some bad yeah, ones. Yeah, I love it when people are like, it. "What's your uh, favorite music?" I'm like, "Uh, rap and hip hop and uh, folk music." Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. my that's my mixture of choice. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I, I, I look at my Spotify and whatever, and it's like my For You page is so vastly different. It looks like it's eight people on your account. It It's what I kind of like about myself is how, how I can switch flavors. Like, I change my clothes. <laughs> you, know, you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like I can just vibe to anything. Here, speaking and, of clothes, so this is take two of... Yes, a I, fucking I, I man knew you were in black. Say, I knew you were going to say. And you're fucking right wearing saw, red. Right when I saw, it's, first of all, it's fucking maroon. Maroon. Uh, first, when I when I walked in, and I saw you were wearing a black t-shirt and black j- pants or whatever. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, he's going to say something about me." Because I wore exactly what I wore last week. Because so, I didn't want to fuck it up again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, no, that would mean. But I wanted to fuck it up to not fuck it up. Okay, respect. I guess. If that makes sense. Okay, we'll channel Johnny Cash through our. Black coffee. Well, I channeled Johnny Cash through my attitude, so. (laughs) You're not nearly as smooth. (laughs) I am smooth. Okay, if there's one thing I am, I am fucking smooth. Now, there's other things I'm not. (laughs) Angel's like, yep. There's there's other things I may not be that are are Johnny Cash. Nelson, what are your biggest weaknesses? Don't have any. Uh, Being too strong and handsome. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm so strong and handsome that I distract the room when I walk in. Well, sometimes you can be be too handsome. That's true. I'm so handsome. I make make average Joes feel bad about themselves. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's talk about this fucking music. (laughs) (laughs) Enough (laughs) of this bullshit. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Live at Folsom Prison. Release. uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's not talk about the music. All right. Let's talk about. Oh yeah, what we have Ooh, in front of us. I'm taking a fucking bite, son. Yes, I need to take a bite too. Because and then Angel will come over and educate us. You gotta be fucking kidding me. What oh, are you? Oh my, my god. God. What are we eating right now? Prison food. Angel, come here. Uh, yeah, Angel, get. Tell us what we're eating. Come sit by you, Bubby. Damn, son, look at that white shirt. That's all the room I got. So you counterbalance me. There we go. <laughs> what what's up? Eating? All right, what's up? Um, so, talking to the mic a little bit. Talking to the mic a little bit. There you go. Still jail food. Uh, like um, take what zero? Is this take one? Technically, no, this, this is take two. This is take two. We of last take week. Take two. Yeah. So, uh, I did a revamp of the dish. Okay. So instead of from top. No, from bottom to top, uh, we have a uh, roasted lima beans with, with some roasted corn, and then we have the bacon cheddar cornbread. Awesome. Then we have a uh, braised, bra- um, braised. I can't even speak. <laughs> braised chuck. Um, there's probably a whole bottle of wine in there. 
uh, tomato paste, the good works. Like, and uh, let it sit overnight so it could really soak up the flavors. It's a razzle dazzle, as they say. How did you come up with this based off of our. Oh, yeah. So there was a little. Um, I don't want to say menu. Ooh, menu. Would you call it a menu? I would call it a menu. I mean, it was a menu, but it wasn't like a fun menu. No, I was no, like, what, he's like, this is what you're going to eat. <laughs> so Randy, our genius producer, very handsome. Randy found the Folsom Prison food menu for 1922 or something. Right? Randy? 25. <laughs> Old-ass fucking prison menu. <laughs> and so Randy, genius that he is, gave it to Angel, the genius that he is. Combined like a bunch of different foods that are on the menu, and made this bl- beautiful dish. It was a lot of breads, a lot of beans. Yeah, that's yeah. the secret alternative. It would have been just beans and bread, boring, and you maybe made coffee. It amazing. Yeah, but like day old coffee, just to like really <laughs> drive through the authenticity. Yeah, half of these grounds are from last week that we used tonight. I hope that's not true. See, we keep it real around here. It's true. Okay. It's just seasons of perfection. So it's a little bit like um, it'll break up more than last week's. Okay. So I had uh, I had this sitting for a little bit with the cornbread, so it really soaks up all the sauce. You could sell this. You could sell this to a rush to people. People would buy this. I would buy this. I would buy it. It's really good. I really liked it. I mean, if you guys don't mess up again, <laughs> I, I, I'll make it again. We'll, I kind of want to mess up just to have it again. I know. It'll be better than this time. Oh, Angel, we messed up. We're going to do Saturday. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Saturday and Sam, and we're going to do Sunday, too. <laughs> we're, we're doing braised beef again. Oh, my God. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you, Angel, for being you. who you are. You're welcome, yeah. Bubble. If you weren't Puerto Rican, can you be... The, you'd be no, I'm just I'm fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I don't know what I would be. Jesus. And, and, and I'm just kidding. Let's start it over. That's <laughs> <laughs> saying it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. I just wanted to say that you were Puerto Rican for some reason. Yeah. Point out. You're a beautiful man, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Bubble. I love you. Thank you, Angel. I love you. Everybody, follow Angel at Chef and High Def, El De La Corp, and Corp Training. That's our boy. That's our motherfucking man. That's <laughs> our chef in the house. His links will be all over our shit. So yeah. Please look out for him. It's my son's uncle, so you fucking put respect on that man. He's my uncle, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Just the quickness and the seriousness. <laughs> this is so but I mean... Last week's food was really good. But it was more... He blew it a fucking way. Yeah. He blew it away. He said, fuck that shit. I made it ten times better. I don't know how he fucking did it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, there's fucking sliced... Oh, bacon that... By the way, bacon that Angel makes himself. Cure... Fucking buys the... I don't know. Is it pork butt? I don't fucking know. I'm not... This man deserves so much pussy. <laughs> 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 I know. We throw him like, here's this for the week, Angel. <laughs> One day it'll be a lot more, and he deserves everything. If anyone wants to donate money to the show, give us money, it's going to Angel because he's the, oh the fucking. It's so good. Nelson, you're almost done, isn't I? Can't, I can't deal with how good it is. All right. We didn't even. I'm going a, I'm to a pour up some of this cowboy coffee. So, cowboy coffee. What the hell is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you, son. It's very, it's the very old school way of making coffee. So, 
you take this fucking tin pot, ba-boom, you take this tin pot, and general, you you know, usually, Randy, I forgot your fucking mug, my bad, son. Um, Generally, you would do it over a campfire. Um, you, you know, you just sling this thing to your fucking saddle, and you just roll with it. You're very welcome. And so you boil the water, and you pop the fucking top, and you throw the grounds just right in there, boil it up. Let it chill a little bit so the grounds fall to the bottom so you're not just drinking grounds the whole time. Uh, until you get to the end of the pot, then it's going to be ground city from there. But, um, yeah, and it's just like a it's like a super muddy uh, coffee, but it's just like super classic, super old school. If you ever seen The Hateful Eight by Mr. Quentin Tarantino, that's the pot. Uh, they poison in it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> fuck, I was, I was just like, I paused it. I was like, uh, they do I want to say that? That's how, somebody, that's how fucking Kurt Russell dies. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't seen that movie... Uh, you should have by now, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it was on Netflix for a long time. Yeah, it's on Netflix, and the extended now is, is so fucking good. But um, I only yeah. watched the extended of that movie. Oh really? I've I seen did. both. Um, it's put together so eloquently, I will say, that you don't even you don't even no- really notice the extra stuff unless you like really take a deep dive on it. But um, no. So we decided to go with you know our prison food and parrot coffee was on the menu. Um, they would do like coffee for with their dinner, so we decided to go like. Uh, you know, with the vibes of, you know, Mr. Johnny Cash and, you know, country music and just like prison vibes. Um, nobody wants to sell tin cups anymore. I realize that it's all tin cups covered in enamel. I guess nobody wants to get sued from people burning themselves. Uh, so that's kind of. Fresh. Wait, wait, what? I couldn't find us like tin coffee cups, Oh, like legitimate, like cowboy cups. I mean, I went to a couple thrift stores in the area, but I couldn't find anything. No tin cups. Amazon had no. They were all coated in enamel. What is enamel? Some that stuff on your teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it's the same thing, but yeah, it's, is it like it's like a rubbery type feel, like or like it'll feel like it's ceramic, but it's not. It just smooths it out and it like seals it so the heat doesn't just immediately burn you. Well, that seems like a, like a good idea. Oh well, yeah, but I wanted to be like I want to be a man. I want to be legit. I burn myself and be a man. <laughs> you know, I feel like I zoned out for like an hour just now, <laughs> just but, eating the food. I I was traveled gastrally to a different plane. It was so good. You were in Folsom with Mr. Chef, Cash. Chef Angel and the beautiful, beautiful lyrics by Johnny Cash Jesus. have transported me Sorry. To, some, to a place I have never been in my life. Where was that place? I feel emotionally changed. Like, you know, people talk about when they do DMT, their whole yeah. life it changes their whole life. Yeah. That just happened for me just now. It's every time you eat a meal prepared by Angel. The man. God damn. I know he's so fucking good. Wait, tell him to come back. <laughs> I'm going to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is very, very good. And, and I. When he opens a restaurant whenever, one day, whenever he does that. Oh, my God. I tell him all the time. Everybody's going to fucking go there. We're going to record Fucking there. just do it up. Mm. That's so good. I know. The food's really stealing the show tonight. Dude, fucking, I don't even know what to talk about. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to like segue into the album, but I'm like, nah. I just look down at my fucking bowl, and I'm just like, in heaven. All right. Segway, segway, segway. Banter, banter, banter. Johnny Cash. The man of the hour. The man of the... Couple hours that we have. Yeah, a couple of fucking hours. <sighs> Johnny Cash. What do you think about Mr. Cash? You want me to go? Please, because I don't know what to say. 
So I'm still fucking getting over this. Fight. I know Johnny Cash, one of my absolute, one of my favorite singer songwriters. Even though a lot of his songs are, you know, he does a lot of covers, but once he covers them, they're yeah. his songs. It's over, son. But no, Johnny Cash, um, one of my absolute favorite vocalists, one of my favorite American music artists of all time. Okay. Mr. Johnny Cash. Icon. And he said he was just amazing. Just stood for so much. When um even just the man in black persona, just talking about how he's, you know, he's for the downtrodden and the oppressed. He'll mm. wear that until things change with the people. working man. Yeah. Um just you know, from his roots to his fame. He has such an interesting story. Well, such a good story. What I really like about Johnny Cash is he's always seemed very humble. Yes, yes. About you know being one of the fucking guys. <laughs> one, yeah. And he just always it starts with. He seems like. I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. What does he start with? No, it's just th- just this album and then the other live album. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Yes, it's As great. if not everyone knows, knows who him. The fuck he is. Yeah, everyone. He walks in. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. And then he, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Just an intro, introducing himself right there yeah. proves that. He humble. seems like he could be one of your dad's friends. Oh my god, that's what he seems like. I wish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he just seems like an old like great uncle or something. I don't know. Oh my god, you're like fuck. I wish that was my dad. I guess. Well, not dad mm, vibes. Yeah. Per se, not yeah. But cool definitely, uncle. definitely, just an older gentleman that you want to hang out with and help guide you through life gastrally. Yeah. Um. This food is so good. Uh, let's just talk about a little bit about Johnny Cash and his origins, where he's from, and and, and such okay. other things. Um, born in Arkansas. Yeah, born in Arkansas. That's all I know. Okay. You know um, a lot more than I do. Yeah, we can. We'll dive right in. So, from Arkansas, um, like I said, in my opinion, one of the greatest American musicians of all time. Um, probably if I had to say, probably my favorite, he's up there for sure. Um, I'd have to like research all of my favorites and decide, but, um, so Johnny Cash is not his real name. What? (laughs) What? You don't say. Is it Jonathan? No, it's not Johnny at all. It's, um, so Cash is the real part of his name, but, uh, the Johnny was the fabricated part. So his actual name is J.R. Cash. JR Cat. Which is pretty Go cool. Go get him, JR. Go get him, JR. So his his um dad uh Randy, will you look up his parents' name? They just slipped my mind. Thank you. Um so it's his parents' initials. So back in the uh depression era it wasn't uncommon for parents to name their children. They couldn't afford a name for him. Honestly, <laughs> I don't really know. My <laughs> first fuck <laughs> Wait, you want me to get that for you? If you would. Ray and Carrie. Ray and Carrie. Are you Ray and Carrie? Where's the J? All right. All right. Weird. Um, okay, so apparently look up where the fuck did Where the fuck did JR come from? Yeah. Cuz I thought his I thought his I knew I knew I was thinking of Ray or Ron, but I thought his mom's name was something else. Excuse me. It might have just come from his older brother's name and they might have just Well, the point the of the story name. is that his name was letters. <laughs> Yes, his name was Letters. So, um, but in the in 1950, when uh, Mr. Cash joined the Air Force, the uh, recruiter would not accept initials as a name. 
So they said you got to come up with something. Which is bullshit because what else is named but letters? Honestly, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stupid. I mean, JR would have been cool. Like, because on his uniform, it's going to say Cash. Yeah. Not his first name. So they decided, all right. So what the fuck does it matter? For clerical work, I guess we'll go with Johnny. They don't even got computers back then. What the fuck clerical work? They're just fucking writing shit down. They're just writing shit down, typing it up. What up, Randy? Well, his Oh. Okay. 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 That, makes that makes sense. So Jr. That makes that's better than Jk or Kj. Um. Okay. So Rivers. That's where the R came from. Um. Okay. So they went with a uh, John R. Cash when he enlisted. But going back further than his uh joining of the Air Force, which we'll get back into in a little bit when we talk about his first band he was in. Um. So at the a the young age of twelve. Nelson, what were you doing when you were twelve years old? Fucking some bullshit. I don't know. Some. I was watching WWE. Watching. Uh, the great Kali step on <laughs> Rey Mysterio's head disrespectfully and pin him. That's what I was doing. Yeah, you are. You want to know what Mr. Cash? Rob was exploring Cash. his sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was. Um, he was figuring out his own body. Yeah, I was figuring out. I said, oh my God, what is that? Huh. So what was Johnny Cash doing? So young Cash was so sad. Fucking, oh my God. So... Johnny Cash, uh-huh. Jr. had an older brother. Jr. Sean Kingston. <laughs> 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 um, that's the that's the beginning of beautiful girls. Yeah. Jr. Sean Kingston. <laughs> that's how my mind works. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Tell me. That's okay. Tell me that's the okay. Story. So, um, Johnny had an older brother. He was um his elder brother by two years. So. Mm-hmm. His brother, at the age of 14, was, you know, working in a sawmill. Fuck that. Yeah, I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't fucking work at a sawmill at 25. I know. Think about that shit. No, thank you. So his little bro- his older brother, 14 years old, Johnny's 12 at the time, was working in a sawmill at 14, got uh-huh. pulled into a fucking table saw, and Jesus. got disemboweled. Um, lived for a fucking week. Oh, Jesus. Hung on for a week. and um, been- They should have fucking just brought him back. <laughs> end of this shit eventually you don't want to live like that i know that's terrible to say never again looks for the studio audience like boo whatever boo. but fucking no listen to me sit down I, uh, <laughs> this is what i'm saying you don't want to live like that it's no way to fucking live yeah but could you i'm at uh, he's 14 he knows his family like needs him because he, at this point he's working as a provider to help them support yeah, themselves through the depression it's the fucking depression they need yeah fucking it's money. the depression he you know at 14 like he he's a grown-up by that time if he's working for the family he knows they need him and he wants to stick around so sad long story short sadly enough his brother passes after a week terrible oh yeah so by accounts and according to um Johnny's sister, he went from a little jokester, fun-loving kid to a very, like, introspective, a lot quieter. Would That's, like, what kind of, like, began, like, um, his introspectiveness of Johnny Cash and what eventually led to him writing and um, wanting to tell stories, you know, for the downtrodden. Sure. Um, what was his brother's name? It was Jack. Okay. So, um, so, in music as a little respect uh i don't know what song i've heard it in um but instead of saying what would jesus do uh cash would pay his late brother respect by saying what would jack do um which you know that's it's got a weigh on him his the rest it weighed on him his whole life so what 12 year old jr cash did was the morning of his brother's funeral 
went to the gravesite early and helped dig his own brother's grave. Shit. That's fucking heavy. It's fucking heavy, but that's like terrible. But one, like the character building, which oh, like is yeah. so bad to like that's what you think of it as, but the r- amount of love and respect and just like the esteem he held his brother to to be able to go and do that. Like that's one it must have meant a lot, but two, it's just like that's like oh my god, just like to pay that final respect, to have the wherewithal to you know, my brother deserves this so i'm gonna go and you know pay my extra respect by helping you know dig the dig the grave that we're gonna lay my brother in <clears throat> i ain't doing that shit very, with my brother it's very, i i have a sister i don't have a brother but this i ain't just digging this, no fucking holes but just this story is just fucking uh no it's hard like even it's hard even, to even, imagine even you know if you have like a dog or something that passes, oh my and, god! And I mean, I've done it. You have to dig the hole for it. Yeah, that's rough. And can you imagine if it's a human? Yeah, your brother, your brother. Imagine his parents. It's the fuck. One it, of I would sons. do it. Fine. I would. Be, I would guess I would dig my brother's hole. You better. But um, I love that bitch. Yes, <laughs> I love that bitch. But any, yeah. So um, you know that that right there at such a young age of twelve, when you're really like coming into like who you are, and I mean, obviously, it definitely has changed from. You know the depression era till now. Yeah, twelve um, year olds are completely different. But fucking just, playing Fortnite and fu- oh, yeah, but murder just, me on <laughs> Apex. Um, but just the way that would that must shape a person. Like it definitely probably it changes your whole out- outlook on life. Oh yeah, and it, it's obvious. It's very well um, expressed in his music and the songs he chooses to cover and sing about, and um, just the decisions that he made in his life, and even like this album. Like he decided to highlight people who were you know shunned from regular society he decided let's go Mm -hmm. make a fucking album in a prison but um so yeah fast forward back to um 1950 when he joined the air force he's in there and then in germany joined his first band uh by the name of the landsberg barbarians okay which if they got an album out we should fucking cover that do they have an album out randy randy's already fucking on it but uh just uh, so much more than just a a musician. Um, Mr. Cash wrote um, a couple books. He wrote two of his uh, autobiographies by the names of Man in Black from 75 and Cash, the autobiography in 97. Mm-hmm. He wrote them long form in hand. Wow. Pen to fucking paper. I got to read those books. I know. I got to read those books. And you got two autobiographies out? Yeah. And what's cool is, you know, 20, what, two years in difference. So oh, wow. I want to read them and compare, like, what, <laughs> how did his self-image change? Yeah, I'm sure it did. From Must those have. ages. When, when was the first one released? Do you have it? Uh, 75, Man in Black. And the second one was in? Uh, 97, Cash, the Autobiography. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also wrote other books. Um, one by the title of Man in White, which is a... A story about the Apostle Paul, about six years of the Apostle's life. Is it like a biography of his life? I think or it's... Or is it just... I It might just be a story. I'm, I want to order it. I need to order it online. Man in um, White. But yeah, so I want to get Man in White, Cash Autobiography, and wow. Man in Black. That's really cool. I, I didn't know he was quite the author. Yeah. Um, another little fun fact for everybody. Um, you and him are both ordained ministers, son. Oh, <laughs> What? I want to know who he married. Well, like who he 
No, no, I I know what you mean. Who yeah. he who he orchestrated the marriage of? Yeah. Who he's who he's. I wonder who, who has more marriages under their belt, you or him? Probably him. If he has two, he has more than me. <laughs> I only have. Oh, who's do you have? I only have yours, Rob, and I'm one for one. They're still together, so one for one, sign. If anybody wants to uh, get married under my skill set, yeah, he's got a hundred percent rating. Right, I got a hundred percent rating. You can't get fucking divorced. <laughs> can't get better than that. Listen to me. If you got any, if you got any problems, I'll fucking fucking fix it. <laughs> if you got problems, I'll fix it. But but you can't get divorced. I'm one for one right now. That's true. So so. This food is so good. Delicious. Mr. Cash. Amazing. Amazing singer, songwriter, and cover artist, like we've said. Some of the songs that I didn't really know that until a little while back that were his was one was Hurt. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire was a cover? Yeah. What? Yeah. And then um, I think it was like written in like 27 or something like that. But then Father and Son, he covered that. A lot of covers. Um, and then In My Life by The Beatles. He yeah. covered that. Um, it's a really good cover. I might actually like the Beatles more because there's more production mm-hmm. to it. But Johnny's is very, um, it's very like soulful and like intimate, and it's just him and like in a guitar. So, a little history about this album, Rob. Uh, Johnny Cash performed his first prison concert at Huntsville State Prison in Texas in 1957. Ooh. After all this, all the positive responses, he's like, "Fuck it." We're gonna record an album at a prison, which is like a fucking genius idea. What do you so mean he, positive responses? Uh, it was he the just 50s. Got, after hearing the responses from the inmates, he began to think about a live recording at one of the facilities. Mm. So we got a lot of letters and shit, and okay, saying this is amazing, keep doing it. So he said, "Fuck it, let's do it." And then he asked around a bunch of prisons, uh, and the first one to come back was <laughs> Folsom Prison. Oh my god, amazing, beautiful. But he's uh, he's done. At least two other ones. Oh, yes. Three I other done. ones. Um, uh, San Quinto, Pa Astobraca, which <laughs> is like out of Swedish prison, yeah. which is fucking crazy. That's and, cool, though. Um, another one called A Concert Behind Prison Walls, which included guests of Linda Rostout, Roy Clark, and Foster Brooks. Oh, my God. So. Imagine... Yo, if if you, if anyone wants to write us letters, maybe we'll record a podcast in your yeah, extra if, room. You know, we'll go to <laughs> the Florida Florida State Penitentiary. And <laughs> yeah, we'll we will a record podcast. a live podcast in front of the inmates. Uh, you should put a barrier between us and them, just because I might to say protect I them. might no, oh. I might say some dumb shit. Randy might get stabbed. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Randy's the most vulnerable. He is yeah. focused. Um, but yeah, so uh. What else do you have on Mr. Cash before uh, we get into this checklist? Just that he was very handsome. Very handsome. Very tall for the time. How tall was he? He was like six. Six two? I think he was six. six I think we looked it up. Six two? He was six one, six two. Six one, six two. Six two. So yeah. that's a commanding presence back in the 50s, I feel like. Because I feel like the average height has gone up, correct? I don't know. I'm not a historian. <laughs> but... If I'm correct, I, Randy's shaking. Randy's giving. Not, it's still not six foot the average height. No, but ima- but imagine six two back in every, all the other inmates are like five 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 Man, six. I'm and I'm six two, a, right? Me, yeah, myself and I, I my my, sh- my shit stacks all the way to six two <laughs> six foot two feet whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. You would look that man in the eye. I would look that man in the eye and say, "Thank you." You would look that man in the eye and say, "You're so much bigger than I." Emotionally, he's bigger. Than me. Emotionally, yes. Anyways, 
Let's dive into this, this album here. Absolutely. Let's do it. <coughs> so it opens with Pulse of Prison Blues. Perfect. Which inspired, um, which was inspired by what film? Do you remember the film title? I don't have to, We didn't talk about this last week. Oh, no. It was inspired by um, a film. He wrote, he wrote this song when he was uh, still in Germany, I believe. Inspired by a film. It might have been. What was the title, Randy? Inside the Walls of Folsom Prison. What's that movie about? It's a drama about, you know, being inside prison. Of Folsom. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a like a English class response you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. We should watch that film. This is a fucking famous-ass prison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Again, he starts this like he did uh, the San Quentin or Quinto. Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. So cool. So I cool. hear the train coming. <laughs> it's rolling around the bend. I, I have seen not sun, seen the sunshine. Sun, I know the fucking song, Rob. I've listened to I his album. I want to sing it with you. I don't want to sing the whole song. Copyright. But it's our cover, isn't it? I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, so. I've heard the song a lot. Hit us, bro. I've heard the song a lot growing up. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, as one of like the greatest songs of all time, it's really good. Oh yeah. Undeniably. It's, you know, if you don't listen to this whole album, fuck you. But if you, <laughs> if you don't listen, listen just listen to this song mm-hmm. because it kind of just gives the whole vibe of the rest of the album. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Sue it. Your turn. Oh, you're eating, you're chewing, you're del- you're enjoying this delicious meal. All right, mouthful. Ten out of ten on the song. This song is beautiful. I listen to it every day of my life. It was very good. So, <laughs> this coffee. What do you think of the coffee? It's a lot fucking bitter. I'll tell you that shit right now. Yeah, it's just all Colombian. I feel like a, I feel like a cowboy. You're gonna have a hair all over you by the time we're done with this. Episode. Hay all over me. Hair. Hair all over hair. me. Hair. Listen to me. I'm Southern Italian. <laughs> I already got fucking hair in places you don't even want to think about. That's true. I don't want to think about any of them. So, <laughs> so um, one of the most famous lines, um, probably the most famous lines in this out al- in mm-hmm. this song, is, "But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die." Badass. So on um in an interview, Mr. Cash was describing how he thought of that line. He was saying, "I sat with my pen in my hand, trying to think of." the worst reason a person could have for killing another person, and that's what came to mind. Which, when you think about it, pretty you're, good answer to that question. Just to watch him die. Yeah. Shot him just to watch him die. It's badass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, And then, yeah, so after releasing this song is when all those letters started pouring in, Um, which is so cool. So, and, uh, and then, yeah, in 67, his producer decided, you know, Let's do it. And then Folsom was the famous prison that wrote back. It's kind of the most perfect song to open with this album, Folsom Prison, like, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, and it doesn't even sound like a grab. It's just perfect. It oh, just yeah. works. It's beautiful. Um. So, yeah, so it's a man. Uh, the song is a man locked up for murder, but he thinks of a, a better life if he were to be the owner of that train that brought him to prison. And one of my favorite lines is, I bet there's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car. They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Yes. Honestly, I don't even know like how to 
it's good. It's good because it shows like, yeah, there is a difference between you know, being in this character and the protagonist of the songs. You know, you're being transported to Folsom Prison for murder, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there imagining the people you know living a cushy life of uh, you know drinking fucking coffee. Smoking cigars, eating fancy food on the same, the very same train that is taking you to prison Fuck. for you to rot. That's that is the duality of man, right there. Yeah, that's it is. Cool. That's I didn't even think about that. Really, <laughs> it's the same train. Yeah, these people are like fucking on the train. <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, so um, like you said, this this track, this song, really sets the tone for what we're going to experience in the album. The crowd, the crowd is makes oh. this album so good. The crowd is the best part of the album. Oh yeah. Well, the crowd and also like Cash's not banter with but the way he responds and the way he like I can call it banter. Yeah, the way he banters with everybody and um just the way he just is commands like not respect, but just commands like the atten- like everyone is so excited, which I would be fucking excited too if Johnny Cash came to the prison I was locked up in. Oh yeah. I'm um, glad you fucking robbed somebody. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, you know, for this song that I have. But yeah, fucking listen to the whole album, turn the shuffle off, and just let fucking go for a ride. Be in Folsom Prison with that man and listen to this song. Yes, "Dark as the Dungeon." It's a song written in 1946 by Merle Travis. It's about his life growing up in uh, a coal mining town in Kentucky. Dark as the Dungeon is about his uh, father, who was a coal miner, and how shitty a job it is. Fuck that shit. I'm never fucking... Oh, my God. I mean, I I commend all those fucking men. Well, yeah, being able to fucking... Okay, we're going to go a mile down into the fucking earth with a headlamp and fucking pick at the ground. Um... But yeah, so like it's about the coal mines, but what's great about Cash with this album is Before he... Before we get into that... Okay, go on. I want to recommend a movie to you. Ooh, okay. Folks. I love movies. It's called... Um, fuck, what was it called? We talked talk about... I brought it up last week. I forgot what it was called, mm. too. It was called, like, Hunts County. Oh, and it was about... Yeah, it was the... It was a documentary from it was 73, do- right? It was a documentary from... I think it was later than that, but it was a documentary from the 70s. 76. You said so. Whatever. About this union of of coal miners who was fighting with a coal miner miner company, and they were they, how fucking crazy he they they went on each other and how like they used to take like axe handles and shit threaten each other, <coughs> fucking wild. But you know they deserve so much respect and oh yeah pay and watch that movie because it's wild to see. You know, just middle America in the 70s. How kind of... It hasn't really changed that much. Yeah. You know, it's just hardworking people just trying to look for the dime. And that, I'm sure that message, like, translates to the day as I well. forget what the movie's... It's called... It starts with an H. Hunts County or something? Not Hunts County. Hmm. Randy will find it. Look at Coal Miner Union Movie. <laughs> Google that. Um. So you were saying before I interrupted you... With, oh, no, that's okay. With not that's even okay. knowing what I was talking about. <laughs> But yeah, so what's genius about um, Johnny Cash, including this song, is Dark as the Dungeon, you know, was originally about the coal mines, but Cash used it as a metaphor for the walls of prison. Um, you know, just being locked away. What is it, Randy? Randy you got it? Uh, Harlan, 
Harlan County. Oh. I fucking I rem- okay. So see, start with H. Seventy six. Thank, uh, yeah. thank you, Randy. I appreciate you so much. You're oh, very yeah. handsome. Uh, but Harlan County, look that up. It's a very interesting movie, just about how America used to function. Yeah. And how important unions are. Ooh. I'm pro union. I don't care what you say, Rob. <laughs> My wife's part of a union. What are you talking Good about? Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> My dad is. He's a fucking business agent for a union, so my fam- like my grandmother started a teacher's aid union. That's badass. So I'm fucking Respect. union. I bleed union. I'm not in the union, but I fucking You're coming it. at me like I've explicitly said I'm anti-union. I've never said you anything. You look it. <laughs> I look it. <laughs> um, I'm not. Anyways, so one of my favorite lines is, uh, danger is double, pleasures are few. Where the rain never falls and the sun never shines. Yeah. Again is. What Johnny Cash does is is compare life in prison to life as a coal miner. Yeah. I don't know if you said that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what right I'm about now. to. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. I'm Took so the sorry. words right out. So, no, you could. You could. You could. I sucked them with a vacuum right out of your mouth and put them in my. I can't hand. breathe. Um. But yeah. So that's that's basically what that line is. Just like in the context of coal mining and prison, those lines speak volume for sure. Um, <laughs> but speaking of like the coal mines and everything, I don't know if it's in that documentary, but, um, I can't remember where I fucking heard it. I still cannot remember another week later. I still can't remember where I heard it, but about them taking canaries and, uh, oh, yeah. canary in the coal mines. So it's, it's kind of an old saying, but it's also something they used to do. Yeah. Which I had no idea. I'd heard the saying before, but I had, I had never, I was just like, Oh, it's just like, uh, two birds type of deal where it's just like, oh, it's just something people say. But it's about when they would take their fucking birds in a cage down with them, and then if the fucking bird died, you knew the you air gotta was... You gotta get the fuck out of there. You gotta get the fuck out because the air is bad. No fucking oxygen. Air's toxic. Like, you gotta go. So, that's... Oh, shit, Rob. Crazy. The bird's dead. <laughs> shit, the bird's dead. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. That's our <laughs> that's our side. That's our side hustle instead of this is... Uh, coal mining? Yeah, it's coal mining. They don't got mines in Florida. Rob, our bird's dead. <laughs> Rob, our bird's dead. We got to go, sir. We got, we got to go. <laughs> the ventilation shaft. <laughs> they took the ventilation shaft. What movie is that from? What? They took the ventilation shaft. Oh, one of the Star Wars movies. The first one. Yeah, thank you. The first, like, minute of the first. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so what? what's amazing back to the crowd is the fucking the interruption um, while it's being recorded when he say... Um, <laughs> can't say hell or bleep or shit or anything like that <laughs> it's being recorded for columbia records <laughs> and um is this, is this the song where he goes how's that grab you bob yeah he says that <laughs> yeah just like just the it's just crazy that he couldn't he wouldn't he wasn't able to curse on his own owl yeah i want to know what the bleep song was probably oh boris more probably, probably like fuck or something. yeah probably like that um but just like remind everybody can't say hell or bleep or <laughs> damn shit or anything like that it's just one, it just shows like how the times have changed. One, yeah, how the times have changed, and two, just like the nonchalantness of him being like, "All right, well, just fuck. just to let you guys know, we're not going to say all that because we're recording." But at the same time, he also goes, "How's that grab you, Bob?" As if it's kind of Bob's fault that they can't say that shit. Yeah. Um, which is funny that he just like brings like not only is he bringing like himself into like the limelight in the prison, he just like because then later he talks about another member of the band on stage too. It just brings everybody into like. The whole experience of like mm-hmm. just what the show is. Um, but yeah, do you have a line before I spit out my next one? No. Okay, so one thing that I love about 
this song is this line which kind of culminates the whole song is like a cycle of life as a coal miner in the prison so then i'll look from the door of my heavenly home and pity the miner digging my bones so you go from a man mining to a man being mine the circle of life like yeah and it's just like but so now we go from Folsom Prison to Dark is the Dungeon when we start talking about the afterlife and looking down and we're getting into death and, you know, heavier subject matter to where it even, like, hints at, like, what else we're going to discuss in this album and what else he's going to, like, sing sure. about and uh, just what his music style kind of is and why I love it so much. If it's dark and it's kind of sad, I'm about it. A hundred percent. That says a lot about you, Rob. <laughs> I love emotion. Sorry, bro. All right, but you can like a good time, too. I do, I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. I do, I do. So uh, what else you got? What's track number three, say? I still miss someone. At my door, Who is that? Fuck. Well, people think it's, you know, his wife. But I don't think it's his wife. You don't? No. I think it's his... I think it's Jack, Jack Cash. Make very good arguments. I mean, ways I mean, this. if you, on the on a surface level, the song is like some of the lyrics. At my door, the leaves are fallen. A cold wind, a cold wild wind will come. Sweethearts walk, walk by, and I still miss someone. I go out a party and look for a little fun, but I find a darkened corner. What the fuck did I write? Because I still miss someone. I put CM. Okay. Because I still miss someone. But shit. My contact's fucking up. <laughs> uh but I think it's about his brother. He's thinking about his brother when he's do when he's doing all these things, he's living a life. Yeah. He misses his brother who died. Which, which is terrible. A lot of people do think it's about um June because he does talk about, oh no, I never got over those blue eyes, which mm-hmm. could be a reference to June Carter. But at the same time, the song was co wrote by his younger brother, Roy Cash Jr. Sure. sure. So I if I had to put my money on it and guess, I would say it's about his brother. Yeah. Cause you because, you know, people like it's always about love, like yeah. romantic love. But I, I you know, he can he can still have emotions for his brother and still write this fucking sad song that he misses his brother. Yeah. I hate I fucking hate that you cannot do that. Like it's true. It's not yeah. normal to do that yeah you know because you can even you could even write the same message for people who are gonna miss like uh like a like a wife or a husband or a partner or whoever but you can write it in inspiration from johnny cash is positive masculinity oh yeah 100 percent is what we need in society yeah what he is we need we need gentlemen who are comfortable showing emotion Mm -hmm. and don't just throw little bitch Fits of fucking Still rage. Still a fucking badass. That, that oh, you don't everybody. fuck with him? No. Fuck no. And he's still going to fucking cry about his dead brother. <laughs> yeah. <I'll, laughs> fuck. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's, that's I what think we need. It's, it's very, it's, it's his role model. He's, I think he's a role model. He's one of mine. I'll tell you that. You know, right a now. role model for uh, a young man, I yeah. think. A good role model. You, you want to know how much my wife sees me cry? All the fucking time, probably, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot. No, I am. Um, 
That's what. That's no, why. It's like, it's, I'm just fucking around. I know. It's, I know. It's, it's all the time, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to, you know, you can't bottle everything up. Oh no, you, can, that's you a, can't. You, you'll go psychotic. Yeah, and it's not no way to live. And yeah, that, that's that's what breeds toxic ma- masculinity. Oh yeah, which is, yeah, awful. Ugh. So fucking betas. What were you saying, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Um, no, but uh, if 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 mm-hmm. we were to say this song is about missing June, sure. Uh, what I feel like this, which I'm I'm not on, I'm not decided one way or the other mm-hmm. because I love the could debate. be about both. I like the gray area. Yeah, it could be about both. You know, some lines could be about brother. One could be about June because definitely I still miss someone as <laughs> much better than the title than I still miss people. Mm-hmm. Um. But a man is, uh, you know, trying to get over a woman who left, but he thinks about her love and touch when he references, like, her arms around him. And even though he knows there's someone for him in the world, he still misses someone, which culminates in the end of the song. Um, but, yeah, I do like the – I like the debate, and I like the gray area about who this song is about at its core. I like that. I like being able to have a discussion about what you feel and what I feel mm-hmm. and what other people would – Think about that song. So, so listen to it. Think for yourself. <clears throat> so the next song is the best song on the album, I think. And um, oh yeah, Cocaine Blues. Oh, it's the most fun <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But before we get into the song, I want to talk about maybe Johnny Cash's run, his own run-ins Ooh, with the law. Let us and, yeah, and, and and how he kind of maneuvered through that shit. Okay. So uh, Johnny Cash, he he was addicted to pre- prescription pain medicine, right? Yes. Terrible, terrible thing. And something that opioids is something America still struggles with today. Yeah. Fucking. Can we talk about that anytime? Not I mean, me and you. Not me and you. But can people like realize that shit? Because it's fucking terrible. Your great aunt addicted to fucking Oxycontin. Yeah. Right now. Call her right now. She's a, she's a drug her. addict. Ask her. She'll call her right fucking now. Your aunt Carol. Fucking call her. She's on that shit. Get she her off. She needs to go to rehab. Anyways. He uh he went to Mexico, Mexico. Okay. And he uh I'm not reading anything off my thing. I'm just going off. Oh, no, I was just leaning away cuz uh, I was <coughs> He went to Mexico and he smuggled he tried to smuggle in some pills over the uh border and he got caught. And he went to jail for a little bit for that reason. But the reason why I say this story is cuz I want to talk about how fucking stupid White people are. <laughs> okay. Let no, us not okay, not white let people. Let them have it. Not white people, but oh. I'm talking about racist white people in the South. Okay. Uh so Oh my god. You know what I'm talking about? You know I, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Go on. So Jesus. When Johnny J.R. Cash, when he uh went to court one day, he was still married to his first wife. What was his first wife's name? Ra 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 Randy. Ra Ra Randy. Ra, Ra, what was Randy. his first wife's name? Was she was a guinea. She was Italian, right? Was it Vivica? It's Italian. Whatever. She was a fucking. She was a fucking garlic knot. I'll tell you okay, that. Okay. Well, let the people know. <laughs> you are Sicilian, so you can say. That. Oh yeah. Okay. I <laughs> Jesus. I forgot. I could be racist towards Italian people because I am one of them. Everyone thinks you're fucking Polish. No, 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 no. This fucking garlic knot here. Vivian, <laughs> Vivian what? See, if it ends in a vowel, she's a fucking, you know, <laughs> she's a spaghetti bender. 
So, anyways, racist white people, they saw a picture of her in the post, whatever newspaper they had. I forget. Uh, That's not important. <laughs> fuck that newspaper's name. Uh, they saw a picture of her in the newspaper with Johnny Cash, and they thought she was a young black woman. And fucking they got so fucking mad that they thought that, uh, what they say? The national, this fucking, okay, this group of what, this group of racists, the National States Rights Party, an Alabama white supremacist group, republished the photo in its newspaper, The Thunderbolt, with an article, oh fuck, I just fucking fucked up my phone, Jesus ah! Christ, no, hold on, 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 Thunderbolt. Uh, the money generated, fuck, well, I'm so stupid. No. The money generated by jo- Cash's hit record, it claimed, went to scum like Johnny Cash to keep them supplied with dope and N-word women. How fucking stupid is that? Especially because she's not even fucking black. She's Italian, you Jesus fucking idiot. Of course it's in See, this, 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 proves, <laughs> this proves how persecuted us Italians have been throughout American history. <laughs> Oh yeah, the poor Italians. Listen to me. The all, poor, all I am to you the people. Poor Italians. All I am to you people are fucking Mamma Mia and a pizza pie. Mamma Mia pizza pie. It's some bullshit. Color. But I think it's absolutely terrible that uh, that they would fucking even give a shit who he was married to. Oh yeah, that's stupid. <clears throat> Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, what other little backstory you got on? Nothing. Okay, so. <laughs> this fucking song, Cocaine Blues. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. I wrote, it's an upbeat, rowdy, law-breaking song because the music is probably the most fun on the album. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I took a shot of cocaine and I, I shot my woman down. down. The subject matter is a little questionable. Well, but it's kind of badass still. <laughs> yeah, so she was a bad ass. bitch, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quote-unquote. Um, yeah, this song is about, it's an adaptation from... Little Sadie, an American folk song uh-huh. from 1922, and the song credit goes to T.J. Red Armand, something like that. Armand, I don't know. Armani. Arm- no, there's no I, but my handwriting is terrible. I don't know what it says. Another fucking game um, for you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Um, yeah, the character gets high, shoots his woman, then goes to bed. Yeah. I'll put that 44 under my pillow and goes to bed. Do you think that's attributed to like? Him doing drugs like he doesn't like he has no remorse that he just goes to sleep. Oh yeah, he just gets high, does act, you know, does something, has no second thoughts about what he did, goes to sleep, wakes up, takes a shot of cocaine and runs, but is caught in Juarez, Mexico. What do you say? Juarez. 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 Was he in a brothel? Maybe. That sounds like a Mexican themed brothel. Juarez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move there and I'm gonna open it. So, uh, you're married with children. Rob. I can still open a brothel. I don't have to perform at it. I don't think your wife would be happy you with you being a pimp. We'll find out. Listen, I think brothels should be run and operated by women. True. That's what they I'll were in the Wild it. West. I'll fund it. I read an article. I don't know what if this is true or not, but I've heard the. <laughs> The most wealthy and most powerful in the Wild West were women because of brothels. That's so cool. It's kind of badass. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. Because there was like the, uh, I don't know if they, it, I don't I feel like this is a wrong term, but lady of the house. Like That like, might be right. Like, I'm not sure. Like the, the, the main bitch. Yeah. The, the, sh- the, 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 the lady who ran the show. The brothel 
in uh, Peaky Blinders, the uh-huh. amazing television show, was run by a woman as well. Same as uh, Westworld. Never seen it. Which is a good show. I don't know. But that, they, they were robots in that show. That's not a spoiler. It's part of the... No, but it's not robot. a woman. It's a robot. But woman. it's still a female-identifying robot. Okay. She got a pussy. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> nope, go on. <laughs> Maybe you ever any fucking delay. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. We're not live, so it doesn't fucking matter. I always had a big bite. I got a big bite of meat in my mouth. You need to keep talking, say. Okay. <laughs> madam, madam could be it. Sure. Ooh, madam of the house? Madam of the manor? Madam. Madam. Oh, isn't, isn't that what they... Who's Madam Cousseau? Is that? That's the that's a wax bitch, right? What? What did you say? Madam who? Not Madam Zeroni. Madame Zeroni, Madame Crusoe, Crusoe is the French, the wax figure place. Madame Zeroni is is the lady. That's who, Ella Fitzgerald. Who, no. What? Hold on, look up who plays Ella that part. Fitzgerald. No, it's a it's a she, singer. It's not Ella Fitzgerald. It's the lady that played Isma from from uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, look up. It's a it's a singer, I believe, too, though. I I can see what she looks like. In my head, but I don't remember her name. It's What's her name? Yzma. Pull the lever, crunk. Pull the lever, crunk. Eartha Kit. Do you know who that is? Yeah. I don't. Oh, she's a singer. I, I mean, I know who she is from movies. Fr- movies, but, but I don't know if her, her no, yeah, from she's her a musical singer. career. Um, what? Yeah. Mariah Carey. <laughs> yes. Fuck Mariah Carey. Um, no. You like Mariah Carey? You're going to sit here and stand Mariah Carey? No, but good, I like good, her Christmas good. music. No, it's bad. The only good Christmas music is the MF Doom Christmas album. <laughs> I thought you were going to say um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by... Uh, fuck. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. DMX? DMX. Oh, DMX. Oh, DMX. Oh, 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 Rudolph oh, oh. is the best Christmas song of all time. All right, let's get back to this fucking song. Yeah, let's get back to this. So, he was going by an alias, but admitted to killing his woman when he You learned, are not Jack Brown. You are? Willie Lee. Willie Lee. Any relation, Rob Lee? No. I don't think so. That'd be cool, though. Are you My, related to Bruce Lee? I, I, that would be a dream come true. What if... What if Let's not get off on a tangent. Okay. Sorry, my wife. I'll, I'll get off on a tangent. My wife is related to uh, Bonnie. Like, From Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, nope. True on her. Uh, it's like her. It's on her dad's side. How? I don't know. It's like a. I don't know how many how many generations it is removed, but it's uh, an aunt, a great aunt, Bonnie. Wow. Yeah. Great so. aunt Bonnie. You know, my great uncle was Mussolini. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, who what who are you related to? What, I probably could have picked a, picked a better Italian. Than, <laughs> yeah, than <a> Mussolini. Fascist, <laughs> yeah, fascist dictator of Italy. Yeah, <laughs> Mussolini. Let's fucking. We keep saying let's get back to the song. We can't get on. Okay, so have you ever done cocaine, Rob? No, me neither. I I've probably, never. I probably shouldn't. Never going to. I'm not really into uppers. You're more of a downer. or downer. No, I'm not into downers either. What are you into? I'm into psychedelics. Okay. Even though I've never done any, but I want to try some. <laughs> So, if you are into that world, be my guide. Be my guide. Be my shaman. We know a few shamans. Well, I have found a shaman, but if you ever want to be 
Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I found a shaman. Never mind. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, gets caught, goes to trial, and in five fucking minutes, they come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. He's like <laughs> guilty. He, he call he calls the judge Lil. Like his little <laughs> judge got a little yeah. smirk on his little face. Little judge. Um. And he's sentenced to ninety nine prison. 99 years in Folsom Prison and 99 years under the ground, which is a pretty fucking cool. Um, do, do you think she deserved it? Because that in the song, mm, she he said he says that she has five. Da- I, I thought I thought, I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. She had five more. He she fucking deserved it. I don't know. She's cheating on did him. Did she or did the other five men? The five. What if the five men didn't know? <gasps> Gasp. What if she was playing all these all these daddies? <laughs> I hate that term. Uh she probably oh shit, she probably was. I love that term. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for you. Um I think she deserved she maybe she didn't deserve to get murdered, but she did deserve, deserve something. She deserved to be broken up with. Yeah. Break <laughs> up with her. But um <laughs> Murder's a little great. A little much. But um What's a, what's amazing with this the ambiance of the uh-huh. fucking recording is when he says he thinks often about the day he shot that bad bitch down. Yeah. The crowd goes fucking wild because they probably got those some bad bitches they want to shoot down. Yeah, so yeah. They, can relate, they can relate to it. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he tells us to lay off the whiskey and cocaine, which is probably good advice. Yeah, I fucking love whiskey. Oh, that's what we should be drinking right now. No, coffee. I'm, I'm all right. I'll stick with this coffee. Yeah, I don't have any. I, I, Get them sappy. So the next song I feel like is a spiritual sequel to the next song. Ooh, um, it okay. could it could be like like oh the way I put it in my God. head, like headcanon, is that you know this is just another inmate. Yeah. In a, this other inmate's point of view of the same prison. Okay. Twenty five minutes to go. It's about his last twenty five minutes on Earth. And how, how, one of how, my favorite songs. It's good. It's so fun. I, I mean, it's not fun, but it's good. It is fun in a weird way. Yeah. It's fun and dark. It's cover of fucking Shel Silverstein, which, which is the the fucking the poet. The fucking where the side rows, the sidewalk <laughs> ends. Yeah, where the sidewalk. The light ends. in the attic, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was he a singer or he just wrote a poem? He probably just wrote it, and then Johnny Cash was like, "I'm gonna fucking sing that." What's so cool about this song is like the 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 theatricals in his vocals, which uh-huh. make it so fun. Yeah, because when he gets story. when he gets lower in time, like every every couple lines, he'll yeah. say seventeen minutes. Yeah, to go. but then he still has like a bravado. Um, he starts like crying towards the end of it. Almost. Yeah, like, yeah, crying, singing like yeah, three more minutes to, to go. go. But like like he'll be like like at the beginning of the song where he's got like 20 minutes left yep. he's like still being a badass yeah. he's spitting the warden's eye yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um so when he's got 20 more minutes to go he goes i called the mayor but he's out to lunch i got 20 more minutes yeah. to go yeah. so like all right he's out to lunch still kind of lighthearted like the tone is like fun well, and beat it's but also showing that nobody gives a shit that he's dying yeah the, yeah. the mayor couldn't be fucking bothered yeah about i'm this just man's death yeah don't worry. We don't even know what he did. No, we don't know what he did, which is crazy. But um, yeah, it's a, just a, a a fun. It's a comical, dark humored song about waiting for the fucking gallows, which is insane. Yeah. Imagine that feeling. Um, 
But yeah, so so I laughed in his face and I spit in his eye with mm. 18 minutes to go. Still a badass. Yeah, still still putting on that. In the face that, of death. Yeah, still putting on that maybe possibly front that death is not the lingering doom. It's definitely doom a front towards, is, towards the end of the song we find out. It's yeah. Front that he's freaking out. Uh, pretending like it's not. Because they're, the, they're testing the, gal, the, the trap and stuff. Yeah. Um, what an we, awful, awful way to die. Oh my God. No thanks. No. And then... um. The preacher, when the preacher comes to save his soul, uh, he can't reach the version of protagonist, which is like, because like when he sings this line, he's like almost sarcastic sounding. It's like, um, kind of just like, you know, I'm already at this point, like why bother? But that's mm-hmm. when a lot of people do find Jesus, but whatever. But yeah, then mm-hmm. uh, watching them fucking Imagine that they're just—you see a couple guys just standing out there pulling a fucking lever to see if the fucking trap door is gonna fall down or not, and you just see that wood swinging. Oh my god! But then, um, (laughs) when he's waiting for his pardon in the last ten minutes, and then says, "But this ain't the movies, so forget about me." With eight more minutes (sighs) to go. Oh my god! So brutal. Yeah, with my feet on the trap and my head in the noose. Five more minutes to go. This song, I love it. It's such a. When I told you, I was like, "This is one of my favorite songs on the album." And I, we were listening to it in the car. She goes, "Why is this your favorite?" <laughs> it's so sad. It's more scary than sad. It's, yeah, it's more scary. And then, um, when he's pleading for help, looking at the beauty of the world, and he goes, "It's too darn pretty for a man to want to die." And then he says, two more minutes to go," I believe, or three. And then, um, oh my god. And then now I'm. Sw- <laughs> Now I'm swinging and here I go. Oh, oh, and it's oh my, I I visualize like the whole song. You see everything. Um, at least for me, just the go is like the yeah is the swinging, and then the music and the lyrics and the vocals and everything just cuts. It just abruptly ends, just like the the song. Have you ever seen The Sopranos? No, I know. Well, the way that show ends. Spoiler alert. (gasps) Uh, Tristan, if you're watching right now, uh, skip ahead like five minutes because I know you watched that five show. Five minutes? I don't know. Just to be safe, five minutes. Skip ahead uh, because I'm about to spoil how it ends. So uh, <clears throat> basically in the last season, they're talking about how, how death, what happens when you die. And there's mm-hmm. one of the characters says that it's like it just goes black and nothing else. It's just a black void and it's just black and that's it. Oh, So – that's what that reminds me of, but specifically in the Sopranos is uh, the last minute they're listening. To, they're listening to the fucking Journey. Don't stop, believe. Well, fuck Journey first of all. The band, not the person we know. Why? <laughs> Shout out Josh and Journey. <laughs> uh, because I don't like Journey. It's bad. Okay, it's not good music. But uh, it just says "Don't stop" and it cuts to black. Tony Tony Soprano looks up. It cuts to black. Fuck. So people think that he got murdered right there. And that's what makes that, that ending also makes me think of this song. Yeah, what I did see a few weeks ago is Tristan. Welcome back to the podcast, Tristan. Welcome back. Is um, what's it called? The the like the the prequel series. Oh With yeah, it's fu- not a series. It's going to be a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's called the New Saints of Newark. James Gandolfini's son plays him in the movie. Joey Diaz is in it. One of my favorite comedians. 
so I don't know who he good. plays yet, but I think I think he got pushed back because of COVID or some bullshit. Probably. I didn't even realize it was his son. I was like, man, these this casting director is so good. <laughs> looks just like him. Looks just like him. But it's a young Tony Soprano played by James Golfini's son. That's so Another cool. fucking guinea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I love Italian people. They're amazing. They're my favorite. I am one of them. I am partial. So, track number six. Orange Blossom Special. What do you think? It's a cool song. It mentions Florida. Yeah. Where are we at? Curr- where, where are we at currently? Where we at? My favorite is the harmonica. I love the harmonica. Yeah. It's yeah. So cool. Harmonics are cool, but they're surprisingly hard to play. <laughs> yes. Uh, because I don't fucking know what's going on with there. I gotta suck. I gotta blow. What the fuck am I doing? Move your hands and shit. Move your fucking mouth. I like the people that. Work. I heard you fucking around with it before the show, <laughs> earlier. Yeah, I was fucking around with it. I was trying to talk into it and make it me sound like Kanye West. <laughs> like, like, like heartless or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it work? No. Oh, D- didn't work. Through the wire. Through the wire. Through the wire. That's a. We'll get to it. it. Oh, I know. But anyway, so this song was written by Irvin T. Rouse and Gordon Rouse. Okay. And it was a little bit of mixed opinions on this song because it is. Uh, unofficially referred to as the fiddle players national anthem. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because the um, the harmonicas were originally two fiddles. <laughs> oh. And Cash said, I don't know how to play no fucking violin. <laughs> I ain't playing no fucking violin up here. I'm all just blowing this harmonica. <laughs> harmonica. <laughs> um, it's a good song. I like how he says he got his boots in the sand and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is cool. And then when he says California, he says California. Yeah. Or they ask him when he's going back to Florida. He says, I don't know. I don't reckon. And he doesn't ever want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> might go to California. Me. <laughs> but <laughs> me. But also to get away from those New York blues. There's a lot of blues there. Yeah, especially in that time. It's probably dark and dreary and sad mm-hmm. all the damn time. But, uh, yeah, the train went from the, the actual Orange Blossom special was a train that went from New York City to Miami, which is pretty cool. Um, and I don't know if it went west. I'm sure it did at some point, but I don't know how far it went that way. But yeah, that's uh, it's a good song. It's fun. I like when he says, uh, "How does it change harmonicas faster than Kiss or Duck?" <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like if he, what's funny about that is if he didn't say that line, he could probably change the harmonicas a little bit faster. But he's still trying to like entertain and like show like a good time and like mm-hmm. a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a good song. It's um, I don't have much on it though. I will say, what's up? Sure. All right. Uh, back in the 70s, my mother's father. Okay. He had his own little band thing. Your mother? Yes, my mother. Beautiful woman. Fan of fan of the show. Fan of the show. Strong I'm support. a fan of her. Her father had his own little band thing. They were popular in Deland, I believe. Okay, do you know their Wait band's name? Yeah, it's just the Rick Hipple duo. Fuck yeah, the Rick Hipple duo. His buddy was Lou Stanfield. If I said that wrong, but... All right. Where, where, where did this happen at? Well, this was in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Okay. At this place called the uh, Ryanese Go-Go Bar and Lounge. Okay. Wow, it's a Go-Go Bar and Lounge? That sounds like my kind of fucking place. I'll tell you, you wouldn't that fucking want to go to a Go-Go Bar. Yo. That sounds like your fucking type of place, bro. Whatever. Can you, Randy? I'm sorry. Sorry, Randy. So, as he was up there doing his thing, uh, I guess the doors flew open. Ooh. A, man wow. a, of people. a man or the man? 
The man? He walked up to Rick Kimball and grabbed the mic and with a bit of a slur said, Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> Fucking. He went back to the stage with Rick Kimball and said, Orange Blossom special. And then Rick. Uh, Fuck. That, that is, is so cool. Heavy. <laughs> that is a lot of fucking pressure. What if you don't know the fucking song? Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny, I don't know the fucking song, man. You got something else you want me to play, Johnny? I, mean, I, I, could, I could do Ring of Fire. <laughs> you want me to do Ring of Fire? I mean... Oh my god. <laughs> I could do Folsom... Per- I don't know the fucking old... I don't know that one. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like an obscure... It's a little bit of a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, that's That's a good... That's a cool fucking story, Randy. I love it. Shout out to my mom for telling me. Shout out Shout to out his to mom. Jen. Thank you. Thanks for real. for the support and the love. Thank you for being you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> as, we're, as we're saying, let's go back to the little Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Do you have anything else on Orange Blossom Special? No. Right. Other than it makes me want to drink orange juice. Oh my God, I love orange juice. It's so good. Florida's natural. <laughs> <laughs> so, song number seven. The Long Black Veil. One of my favorites. A song I didn't quite understand until you explained to me last week what it was about. Because <laughs> I was stupid. Which I really wish you still didn't understand so we could recreate wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to pretend like I don't understand it. What's go- What the fuck is going on in this song? What's going on? Who the fuck is in the What is the Black Veil? Who died? What happened? Okay, so. The song. I was very confused. It was so funny. Um, and it was so good once it clicked. So the song is telling an old lover's story that has since ended 10 years ago according to the song okay so um side note real quick johnny cash and Joni mitchell cover this from uh the johnny cash show uh, i believe in like 68 i'm not sure when they did that but it uh, just look it up it's on youtube terrible video quality but it's so it is perfect it is so good um but so the people okay so back to the song so he said, 10 years ago on a cold, dark night, um, a man was killed beneath the town hall light. And um, Who is this man? Just a man. Just, just a random-ass man? Just a random man. And um, and then the people all around that the killer looked a lot like the protagonist, so they said. Um, and they all agreed that the slayer who ran looked a lot like me. So... Uh-huh. And then, so the chorus tells us that he's been, that he's since been killed for the crime. And then we go into verse two. The judge said, son, what is your alibi? If you were somewhere else, then you won't have to die. I spoke not a word, though it meant my life. I'd been in the arms of my best friend's wife. First of all, it's fucked up. Second of all, what if his best friend was a piece of shit? What if his best friend wasn't? What if he was just a hard, nice, hardworking guy who just had a sex yeah, life? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Don't play devil advocate here. What I'm trying to say is, I'd <laughs> give that, I'd give that bitch up <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> who, who would give that bitch up? Me. You would give who up? I would say I was fucking that bitch. <laughs> I would not die for that bitch. All right. Well. Yeah. Okay. Hold up. So, let's look at it as a perspective of two people yeah. outside of one's married to your best friend. But it's two people who are have found like a true love and connection with each other, and he loves this woman so much that he would die for her. Rather, okay, but on, she ra- doesn't love me enough to leave her husband. 
It was different times. But hold on. But he loves her so much that he would rather die than shame her for the rest of her life. Fuck that bitch. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm not dying for some lady. I'm not. I don't care who Whatever. she is. You'll, you'll meet one. You'll meet someone that you Never would. Never in my life will okay. meet somebody like that. That you no. would. Mm, I, I'm telling you straight up, I will not die for somebody. I disagree. You think I'm... Uh, no. There's no fucking way. There's no way. There's I would only die for myself. It'll come with time. No. There's no way. This is not, <laughs> this is not something you mature into. No, it's just something you find organically. Uh, yeah, but if she doesn't love me enough back just to say, hey, I don't want this person to die who I love, I'm going to leave my husband. Yeah. Weez was fucking. She can't do that? When Fuck he, when they was fucking. <laughs> they were roommates. Oh, well, now people just get divorced, but like if they were roommates. But back then, it was just like it's just you know you were cast into. No, shame I understand. Forever. It's a different time, and you know yeah. she'd have like the a letter A pinned yeah. to her lapel, yeah, and shit. She'd but, have to wear but, that A all but, the time, but get tomatoes and shit thrown at her. I'm not dying for that. I ain't dying. It's not worth dying for. <laughs> it must have been some good. Pussy. I was gonna say, you sure? <laughs> um. Anyways, so um. At the end of that, I'd been in the arms of my best friend's wife. Cash was like, can I get an applause on? And the whole crowd was just like, yeah, we fucking love it. <laughs> I did awful. that too. But, um, yeah, so uh, she is the woman in the long black veil, mm-hmm. okay. who the song is about. Um, one of my favorite lines um, is, now the scaffold seems high, seemed high and eternity was near. She stood in the crowd but shed not a tear. Okay, but. She's wearing a long black veil, though, right? Because her best friend's, her husband's best friend died, right? Yeah. Well, what? in this crowd, she probably isn't wearing it because that's usually but, what a widow would wear at a funeral, right? I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But did she was she wearing one at the funeral, like after he was put to death? No. All I'm saying is, if I was the best friend, I'd be I'd be a little suspicious of how sad she this bitch is being of my friend dying. True. It's a little sus. But no, she uh, no, she would wear the long black veil. When she would walk the hills at night and cry on his bones in the song, they say that. Damn. So she would walk in the cover of nightfall in her long black veil, go to her lover's oh, grave. Oh, so she was like cosplaying as a widow? Um, You could say that. <laughs> I'm trying to put it in terms that I know. <laughs> I'm trying to put it in my vocab. Um, well, anyways, one strong, secretive woman. Kind of a bad bitch. Might be worth dying for. Rethink that. No? Not for you? There's only one woman I would die for. Who? My mother. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? You're so sweet. Um, and then there's a line in here. It's how it ends. Nobody My knows. mother and Beyonce. Okay, I respect it. For two different, very different reasons. <laughs> what, what are those? Let's not, talk, let's not get into that, please. Okay, we'll do that on the Beyonce episode. Sure. All right. Um, nobody knows, nobody sees, nobody knows but me. <sighs> so... A man is telling us the story of this woman in the long black veil, which the storyteller is dead in this story. He's just telling us about it. Um, one of my, I, I love it. I think it's amazing. It's very poetic. It's very, um, other term I like to use a lot for an adjective is cinematic. Yes. Um, I love using that just because like when I'm listening to something and I can visualize it and it's gorgeous. That's just, I'd like to say that. But, um, <sighs> The song was originally written by Danny Dill and uh, Mary John Wilkin in 
59. But it was covered by a ton of people, including Bruce Springsteen, The Band, and Dave Matthews Band. Ugh. You like any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dave Matthews is okay, but Bruce Springsteen <clears throat> is bad. <laughs> Ball and me, 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 me. That's no. really good. I don't like it. Your cover was really good, though. Yeah. And Dave Matthews. Crash. No. I like No, it. thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, that song, that cover by Johnny Cash and Jody Mitchell, that is a, mm-hmm. you got to listen to that. It's amazing. But yeah, re, re, give it a re, give it a re-listen, a little different uh, point of view listen this time and see what you think. All right. I'll try it, Rob. Thank you. I can't promise anything. Do you have anything on the song that you would like to express? Other than I'm very glad that you've explained it to me and now that <laughs> I understand it quite better. I kind of wish I'd never explained it to you and I just let you take the lead on this song so you could just tell us what you thought of it. There was originally. this dead bitch, zombie or something. <laughs> I thought they were all ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all ghosts. <laughs> Man, I really I want to live in the world where I hear that version. But uh, that's it for me on that Send song. a picture of Mother. Oh my God! Is the next song, song number eight, which is also is an, is an, is a song about friendship. Yeah. The uh, I think I think when you're in hard times, whether you're in war, you're in prison, or you work in a fast food kitchen together. <laughs> when you're in hard times like that, that's when you make the best friend, best best of friends, the best of friends. because you're 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 bonding over something that you. <laughs> called uh, shared trauma shared exactly shared trauma and i think this song is about uh johnny cash's character who tried to escape prison yeah and was denied a pardon the same pardon that his friend has gotten and he's leaving prison that's a tough situation do you think it's his brother because he says send a picture of mother he doesn't say he says it like seven years. Is together. it like it's like like, a, like Randy? Send me a picture of your mom. Is it like, like that kind of thing? No, I think it's we're like brothers now. Send or a send picture, a picture of my own mother. To send me. a picture of my own mother. But okay. I'm asking you as we're brothers. Okay, so what? Back to what my point of what I was saying is that um, that's what the song is about. Is his his friend is leaving prison and now he's going to be lonely. Yeah, and it, who am I gonna fight with? Who am I gonna yeah. do all this shit with? And oh, it's 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 a, it's a song about friendship, really. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of cool. You can hear Johnny Cash go back to back to positive masculinity. Johnny yes. Cash talk about it because a male friendship, I think, is super important. And you know, a lot of people don't see like I, I think you know maybe women don't quite understand male friendship in a way yeah yeah because there is a love there but it's not it's it's a different kind of lo- like i love randy i love rob mm-hmm. but it's, a, it's just a different kind of love you know it's still love yeah yeah you know straight up tell your friends you love them that's it that's your homework for tonight well, fuck you, rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um see that's it right there but um yeah so some of these lines in this song because when he's when he's like saying goodbye to his friend he does say about the about dad shake his poor hard-working hand um tell the folks back home that i'll soon be coming and don't let them know i will never be free mm-hmm. 
just he's ashamed and embarrassed yeah. because he should have not tried to escape or been better at it and actually got the fuck out. But <laughs> no, but now he he's seeing that same pardon being given to his friend that he was this close to having, but he just couldn't wait. And now he has to face the fact, but he doesn't want to let everybody back home know. Like he doesn't want to let him down. Um, so he wants like to keep the front, like just let him know I'll soon be coming. Um, it's kind of very sad. But uh, then he just asked for uh, a prayer from the local father and then just a picture of mother to be sent back to him. So at the same time, he like he's like settling into the situation that he has created for himself by trying to escape being unsuccessful, asking for prayer to save him, save his soul, and just needs a picture of his mom. So it's kind of sad. Pretty dark. But... um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got on it. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no prison that could hold me. <laughs> um, <laughs> does, can we test that? Yeah, man. The, uh, prison owners who listen to our show, let Nelson come in. <laughs> Did you ever, you ever see the end of Captain America Civil War? No, what's that? Yes, I've seen it. Remember when they're in the raft? Sorry. Yes. The super prison? Yes. I can't escape that. <laughs> you just gotta seduce a guard. That's, 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 that's true. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Seduce it. I'm mean, fucking easy. Come here, I'll suck your dick. E- it's, a la- it's a lady guard, fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> not very seducing either. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your dick. <laughs> The next song is a weird one. The Wall. The Wall. Weird how. It's kind of like, I don't know, conceptual. Because it's about escaping prison. A failed escape of prison. (laughs) And how it kind of was a suicide attempt, actually. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker just goes crazy. Tell me about it, Rob. So, uh... There's a lot of strange men in cell block 10 um, is kind of how he opens this song. But so one in particular spent a lot of time staring at the wall and imagine being the first person to climb over that wall and escape. Yes. The prison. Um, I feel like you wouldn't get very far. No. After you get off the wall, they're just going to go around the wall and say, hey, get back. (laughs) Hey, come here. Um, and imagine how how high is the wall? If you had to jump, you're going to break something. That's why you got to seduce a guard. Yeah, they walk you out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this version, there's some lines omitted from the original lyric uh-huh. that I was reading. Uh-huh. Um, just about like a wedding. Uh, like a note sent from his woman about their wedding day. So uh-huh. like that would definitely be like a, shit, I got to go. I got I got prior engagements. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Um. Yeah, it's the story of just wanting to break free from prison then turns kind of into a story of it's die trying is better. But then again, is he actually trying or like you said, is it a suicide? Yeah. Because Cash says, I know it was suicide. Um, And also when he says how hard he tried and the way he died. The way he died sounds fucking brutal. It's just saying because you're specifying, I remember how hard he tried. And also the way he died. Did he fall up the fucking wall? Did he get fucking beaten? 
They're probably throwing rocks at his ass. Yeah, knocking him out. Oh God, I couldn't imagine. But, um, yeah. So this one, this is another song where like the the story is up for different debates on like what you think actually happened. But the my favorite part of this line is when Johnny Cash says to the crowd, "There's some mean bastards in here." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the the way they cheer about the everything the the inmates. Oh my god. How they talk about the warden or whatever and they start booing and shit. And it's quite amazing. Don't ASMR me right now. I thought you wanted it. I thought that's why you paused. No, I just thought you were pouring. I was watching. You look very handsome while doing it. Mm. So Thank you. The Wall, kind of a short song. Yeah, kind of short. Um, is this that... Uh, when is the end of the song? Um, when he goes, can I get a glass of water? And the last time I was here, I had a glass of water. <laughs> is that is that number eight, or is it at the end of this? I don't remember. Because it's kind of <clears throat> sprinkled throughout the whole album. Yeah. I don't exactly remember where, where every bit of banter is. Yeah. It's all fun. But that one's fun, because you serve everything in ten cups. <laughs> and then, um, you sure this water? I think it must have run off of Luther's boots or something. <laughs> it's so... Just the the banter, and then uh, just imagine oh, being one of the guards in the room, just like all right, don't get them too excited. But then, like we we oh we um we didn't discuss how there was actually two shows, which yeah, I just thought about that. Which we really yeah, which we really fucking <laughs> hopefully they they change ships. So hopefully some yeah, people are in like, the tower. You know, you're working. You got you got guard duty in the tower. You can you you can make it to at least one of the Johnny Cash's shows. Hopefully. But I don't know why they did that two shows. Probably because of so many inmates, they couldn't get them all in the cafeteria or whatever, where the Probably auditorium. Probably just crowd control. But yeah, you want, don't want too many of those motherfuckers in the same room. Imagine being the imagine being a guard on on tower no, duty. Fucking, yeah, and you had to work. You hear tower from a distance from both shows. Oh, I'm Johnny Cash. Oh, I'm Johnny Cash. Oh my god, that'd be the worst. But um, the next two songs. In my opinion, are not, not, not dirty old amazing. sucking dog, egg sucking dog, <laughs> yeah, and flush from the bathroom of your heart. They're not great. Yeah, they're probably my two of my least favorite. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I got a little something to say. But um, yeah, the um, dirty old egg sucking dog. Yeah, dogs can't Always suck eggs. Yeah, that's true. Chicken. I don't think. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for laughing at me, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I know he really like that. I just don't. <laughs> Dogs cannot suck eggs. Yes. Um, but, never mind. Okay. You ever give a dog a raw egg? You ever see those videos, the TikToks? <laughs> oh. You give a dog a raw egg, they'll treat it like it's an egg, like a very fragile egg. I've item. seen, like, yeah, like a Labrador do it. I would not give a, my dog I an did egg. it, and it works with my own dog. I'm not. Shout out Maya, my dog. Shout out Maya. I should, we should, we could try it outside with my dog because I think he'll just crunch I trust, I trust egg. your dog. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Even though son. he knocked over your mic before we started. I know. Fucking asshole, but um, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of like this song a little bit more. Um, I align with it a little bit more. But um, no. But uh, one of the lines that I do like is, "Though I'm not a real bad guy, I'm going to get my rifle and send him to the great chicken house in the sky." So his fucking dog push him to the limit of his patience with him. Um, do you actually think he's talking about a dog, or you think he's talking about a guy? Oh shit! Oh shit! 
I don't know. I don't know now. Well, it's like, you know, the old, like, Western, you dirty dog. <laughs> you dirty old egg-sucking dog. Could you imagine calling somebody that? That's kind of badass. Hey, Randy, you dirty old egg-sucking dog. He's cute. I'm sorry. You dirty old dog. He's talking about a guy, I think. He's talking about someone he murdered, murdered dead in cold blood. Or wanted to. Or wanted to, Yes. Potentially. Okay. I don't have anything else on the song. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Let's do it then. Let's do it. I don't care. Yeah. Flush from the Bathroom of Your Heart is kind of a fun song. Kind of fun. Kind of very funny. Because there's powerful. a lot of different... different. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Similes? Mm, Metaphors? I just was thinking like visualizations, but um, kind of like similes. Mm. I can't even think of you right now off the top of my head. Give me some, Rob. Give me some, Rob. Oh, 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 oh. Um... In the play of your heart, I lost my part. That one. In the elevator of your, your conscience. Tr- yeah, I've been shafted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, the crowd fucking loves that line too. Um, um it's okay. It's not the greatest. Song yeah, in the world. just it's a song about you know being thrown away from your lover. With you know, vi- fun visual after visual. Um, Felt that many times. Oh yeah. Let's not get into that. Me few. Like once. More than I can fucking count. Sucks. I can't count. That's why you can't. uh, Die for no bitch? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track number seven. Um, But yeah, so it's kind of like, it's like a a sweet ballad sound about just being pushed away and out of someone's life, which is kind of funny, which kind of is what the whole song is. It's just like a fun, sweet song, but it's just about being rejected and denied over and over again. Um, I'm so sorry about yawning about you. I'm yelling about myself. I didn't think about it till that you were to right now, <laughs> son. Um, but yeah, so at the end of this song, though, he he brings um he brings June out in the Tennessee Three, um, and he says, "I like to watch you talk." And she goes, "I'm talking with my mouth. It's way up here." <laughs> and then she, and then he just goes, "All right, let's sing a song," <laughs> and just cuts that. I love their relationship. Oh, it's it's fucking goals oh it's amazing it's amazing yeah. maybe if i meet my own june carter cash maybe I'll i would die for, i'd die for that bitch but yeah nobody i have met <laughs> i love to watch you talk <laughs> uh, i love the banter jackson oh my god what a great song i'm to going to jackson. jackson i'm going to mess around we got married in a fever. Holiday and a pepper sprout. <laughs> good ass song. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably the best on the album. One of like, yeah. Yeah. The energy of the song is, oh my, as soon as it starts, fucking amped up. Speaking of the song, it makes me think of what I'm going to name my children. Uh, okay. When I have. When you find that bitch you, you know, for. Whenever I decide to sow a, se- sow a seed. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I've done one of those. All right. I've sown a that's seed. That's the little graphic. I have a son. <laughs> that's a little much. That's a little much. What do you... What, hit us so, with the uh, names. You know, I'm not really into, like, you know, Juniors and Nelson the, the Third. third. <laughs> that bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? It's, Absolutely. That's silly. I like people with we their own... We know a few of them. I like people with their own name. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, I want to name my kid, like, I'm Nelson. I would like to name my... my Sons, so, like Jackson, Jackson, Anderson, and oh, Anderson, that's cool. You know, 
I I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's other son names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can call him Andy <clears throat> or Jack. Yeah, but Jacks instead of like Jackson, you can call him Jack or Jack. Yeah, I like Jack a lot. So, That's a good name. I think I might do that. I like that. I think it's. I think that might be a fun thing to to have. I don't Hope, know. Hopefully the lady. Maybe that's like a super white thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> we'll potato, not tomato. My daughters, I don't know what I would name them, but something beautiful. Oh, my God. But something cool. I don't know. I want a daughter I haven't really now, thought about I it. Think. I, yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah. I think so. Someday I want kids. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But. I have a boy. Now I'm, I never wanted a girl, but I, th- I think I do now. I think it would so be fun. good to, to experience both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it would be, it's true. Um, But, yeah, so this song amazing it is so mm-hmm. much fun but it was written by uh billy ed wheeler and jerry lieber mm-hmm. um so it's about that flame of you know a, a pretty quick marriage you know we got married in a fever hotter than a pepper sprout um that flame's kind of uh kind of escaping uh, it's kind of going away so then they decide they've been talking about jackson mm-hmm. going to jackson gonna change their whole lives yeah gonna change their whole lives i'm gonna mess around um but it's kind of funny the mm. banter of like them on stage and in the song the two characters talking about it, um, because June's part says it's kind of like a you know what go ahead and I'm gonna be watching from behind she says her Japan fan, which is like you go ahead and you make a fool out of yourself on the town I'm just gonna be sitting here back in the cut just watching you do your thing which is pretty cool like if you're like doing like a like a bantering like a give and a take and you taking the the seat of <laughs> go ahead and do whatever you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch you make a fool of yourself. Kind of the win right there. But uh, yeah, this song amazing. One of the best. Listen to it. It's I mean, if you haven't heard, like if you know who Johnny Cash is, you yeah, know this, this is song. one of the songs that you hear just live in life. Yeah, you know, you just yeah. it just pops it just pops into one of your playlists or something. Oh yeah, it's definitely a song that you probably have heard. If you even heard of any Johnny Cash, this is probably one of them. Yeah. Um, and Ring of Fire. Yes. Those two are probably like, I would say, like if you ask people, hey, you like Johnny Cash? That's yeah. what they're going to reference. That's how I discovered Johnny Cash, Ring uh, of Fire. Ring of Fire. Was from uh, Tony Hawk Underground. <laughs> it, was one of, it was probably <laughs> the best song. Tony. It was the best song on that oh, game. Yeah. And I didn't understand how awesome it was as i just thought this was fucking it sounds old it's cool the horns are amazing why is this this song in a damn skating video game yeah you know all these they got all this this punk music and whatever and they got this fucking old ass johnny cash song how the fuck did it get in here it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's so good i think that's that's kind of important for uh you know games like that to include songs it's true because it kind of creates a legacy of the song and introduces it to a younger audience. That's true. I found it. Yeah. And look at you now. Look at me now. I'm on, a, I'm on my very own podcast. <laughs> and that's your album. Well, you own that copy of Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not yours. Yeah, I bought it at Atlantic Sounds. Shout out. Atlantic Sounds. <laughs> Shout out. Record store. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, do you have anything else on Jackson? That's it. My... Can we just talk about the album cover for a second? Because Absolutely. it looks like this whole album makes me feel like I'm an inmate. Like him looking down at me in the crowd in it's that picture. It's like he's uh, up there on stage yep. looking down and at And the him. banter. It all makes me feel. It's like a concept album that I'm a prisoner. Yeah. Ooh. That's what, that's what it makes me feel like. Yeah. And also it shows like the 
It must have been fucking hot in that prison. The sweat <laughs> beating down yeah, yeah. his face. Yeah. Um, I really do. I never even... Looking at it, I do like the font that Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison up top. And then the track list being on the front like that is really cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see like how like designs from like back in the day and stuff are, you know, sometimes better than like shit that's coming out now. Yeah. It's timeless. But um, no, it's fucking awesome. But yeah, track number 13 is probably my favorite on the album. Um, Give my love to Rose. Yes. You all right over there? It's a fucking sad song. Yeah, it is sad. But it is, um. so this is one of my most recent Cash, Johnny Cash discoveries. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working with Tristan. And, uh, Shout out Tristan Smith. Love you. Uh, this song played, and we listened to it, and I was like, oh, Tristan, what the fuck is that song? Like, I knew it was Johnny Cash, but like I didn't even, I'm sure I had heard it in the past, because my mm-hmm. grandpa fucking loved Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. but rediscovering this song just like oh it's a it's a it's it's what i love about like especially like country music or really any genre of music if you can tell a story and give meaning to a situation and um be very like raw about it and humanize people like that is that's right up my fucking alley when it comes to music or films or really any form of art um i love it and this song does a great fucking job at that um, do you have anything you'd like to say about it? Because if not, I'll just let it go. I'll just keep going. Keep going. All right. So, um, yeah, so on uh, writing this song, Johnny Cash has said, uh, that's a paraphrase. He said, I was playing a club. I like watching you talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was playing a club in uh, 1956 in Texas somewhere. And a former inmate, an ex-con, came backstage to talk to him. About Shreveport, which I believe is in Texas. Um, I'm not sure where, but I think it's near the first uh, prison album. Mm-hmm. And he, he, the the ex-con's wife was in Shreveport, and he said something about giving my love to my wife if you get back to Shreveport before I do. And after hearing that, Johnny Cash went and he wrote that song that night. Wrote this song that night, which is pretty fucking cool. Which this song <clears throat> is... um. So he he fi- the protagonist finds a man dying on the side of the road in a ditch, and it's just this man asking this stranger to do him a favor. So he says, "For ten long years, I've paid for what I've done. I was trying to get back to Louisiana to see my rose and get to know my son." There's a, not a lot that I wouldn't do if a dying man asked me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's last request, you you can't say no to. Yeah, you should, kind you of, should not. Kind of, no matter you what shouldn't. it is. Yeah. I think uh, most last requests should be fulfilled. honored. Yeah. Yeah, and fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but imagine, you know, being on the receiving end of one of those requests. Like, that's got to, especially like back in that era, that's a hard, like, you got to go and you got to find this I woman. side quest. I got to find <laughs> I got to go fucking find Rose and her son and, you know, give this man's love mm. and money to her. So the chorus, give my love to Rose, please won't you miss her. Take her all my money, tell her to buy some pretty clothes. Tell my boy that daddy's so proud of him and don't forget to give my love to Rose. Oh, shit. Uh, it hits. I love my boy and I'm very proud of him. and He's very, very sweet. Um, 
and just the thought of like having to ask having to ask someone like hey you know just let my let my boy know and let my my woman know mm. like that is like just when he when he's telling us these stories and these songs and things like that and he's singing about it he has such like an honest like um approach to the way he plays and sings uh that it just it really like puts you in there and it really just like makes you just want to like sit down and like go on the journey you know um take that experience mm-hmm. and just listen and you know feel what the motions sure. are portrayed um sure. yeah and then he says um tell them thanks for waiting and then tells rose to try to remarry because it's unfair for her to live alone this bitch better grieve a little bit first <laughs> <laughs> how long how long they gotta how long a woman gotta grieve nelly for for me yeah For, no, fuck no, that. not forever. She gotta get a little dick after me. It won't be, it won't be the same. <laughs> she, 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 she can't be alone forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Like a year. A year? Is that too short or too long? Uh, I can't answer. I couldn't put a time on it. Too short? I say too long. Three and a half years. No three shorter than that. Years. This bitch better grieve. What if you were only together? She better for like come to my grave every fucking day with a long black veil. <laughs> <laughs> she better fucking wear that shit every she day. She better wear that shit out to the fucking supermarket. Fucking pencil me in. Oh I'm gonna haunt God. that bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna haunt her if she gets there too soon. Yo, if she finds someone else too soon, you gonna haunt them? Oh. I'm gonna haunt. Unless I find you. a ghost bitch, <laughs> <laughs> then we be all right. Unless <laughs> I find a fine ghost bitch, and then she can just do whatever. Then we're good. <laughs> Until then, I'm gonna be p- playing pottery with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Shout out Patrick Swayze one time. Patrick Swayze? Oh, who's the woman in that scene? Demi Moore, I think. Okay. Shout out Demi Moore. You I think. think I'm not time? sure, but I definitely know it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, I couldn't put a time on it on Morning Me if mm-hmm. I were to pass. It was Demi Moore. I got approval from oh, Randy. Oh, I thought you and Randy were like, he'll put a time on it. <laughs> no, um, no, I couldn't I couldn't put a time on it. I couldn't ask. Next um, day. Next day? Is that a little too soon? I don't know. Mate, <laughs> same, same day. Well, next day, the no, next day. no, next day. Take some time for yourself. Like, make sure you're right. But like, if you find someone else, like that can not fill that spot, obviously, because like, one of a kind, son. But if you can, uh, <laughs> but no, if you can, if you can find someone that you know can go through life with you and help you through all the emotions of like losing a loved one, I say, fuck, go ahead. What the fuck do I care at that Listen point? to me. The only way that she is able to move on is if she meets a man whose wife died and I'm fucking her ghost, his ghost wife. <laughs> fuck. That's, the, I only, just, that's okay. the only way I'm cool with it. Hold up. A few weeks ago, do you know um, Humans of New York? Yeah. The book? Oh, my God. It's also an Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. That's where I found it was the Instagram page. I didn't even know it was a book. But Brandon Stanton is a guy who runs that, wrote the book. So sure. I think he's got three. The third book coming out is just called Humans. Okay. Um. But there was one like last month that I read about, and it was literally it was that situation. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was uh, two like widowies uh, met, and um, so, yeah. Well, it was um, it was a oh, it was a daughter of so her mom died. Uh-huh. And this is we'll go off on this real quick. And yes. holy shit! So her stepmom like came into the family, and instead of like you know like taking down like the photos, like 
I'm your mom now. Like, she just, like, kept all the family photos Yeah, up. that's fucked up if you would do that. Well, yeah, I'm sure a lot of fucking people would because a lot of people are selfish. I wouldn't do that. Well, yeah, you're not a fucking prick. But a lot of people would. Well, some it's not you can be. Yeah, a lot some of people. Oh, some people are. Some a lot. A good handful, but fuck them. A lot of people fucking can't listen to you talk. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started. Listen, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and you have said that before in your life to somebody else and I've heard about it, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. I know Randy. who you are. Fuck you. <laughs> Continue. Um, Salty dog. So I just, um, so I just, um, I um read that story and I was just like, holy shit! Like, it's just, it just relating back. Just anyways, just long story short, if fucking I were to fucking die, and Jordan met a new man, yeah, and he could help her grieve. And help her heal and be there for Oliver, be there for any other kids we have. Fucking, I am not going to like put a time limit on it or diss it. In there should be way. at least a, like a week. <laughs> well, as long as, she, as long as she's good and like she, you know, don't be in fucking denial that I'm not around. But good. Yeah, but like I can't, I can't put a time on it. Like I wouldn't say don't do it for a year, like three. But I mean. Sure, there isn't a time on it, but it's longer than a fucking week. It's, yeah, maybe. Definitely, it should be. You should take time to, you know, heal. Um, better Maybe not you do a couple seances first. <laughs> Is it okay? Um, but, um, yeah, so this song, and then just he pleads for this stranger who found him to help his family. And then the um, and then he said, the reference to God shows that the man's changed um, out of since he's gotten out of prison when he says, um, and God bless you for finding me today. Um, a lot of a lot of heaviness in this track, I will say. Not a fun one. <laughs> Not a fun one. Yeah, but also, but a beautiful one. Yeah, but a beautiful one. Um, that's all I got really on this song. I love it. Um, my favorite, a weird favorite to, or I don't know, my one of my favorite. Yeah, it is my favorite. It's your favorite song on the album. Official, yes. Okay, that's cool. Um, but track number fourteen. I got stripes. I got stripes. Which is a really fucking cool song. Tell me about it. Um, well, just when it starts, the um, on a Monday I was arrested. Uh huh. On a Tuesday <laughs> yeah. they locked me in a cell. Oh boy, like that. Sh- the, just the the background vocals of it all are so so fun and so like uncharacteristic of like what we're singing about in the United <laughs> States. Rob, Randy, audience. <laughs> we have the right to a quick and speedy trial, and that's what the song's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, the, at its core, that's what this song is. Because what is it? It's Monday to Saturday, or is it Monday to fucking Thursday? He is just gets arrested, gets his fucking what is it? Oh, he gets fucking arrested. He gets his stripes, which are his fucking his fucking prison stripes, his yep. fatigues, his yep. uniform for prison. Um. Yeah, it goes from, uh, you know, getting, putting into that uniform and then just being a, he's a fucking Monday to Thursday. Jeez. Quick and speedy trial. What a week. What a week. <laughs> Man, I had fucking plans Damn. this weekend. Um, and then now he's uh, he's going to be on the uh, schedule of uh, incarceration as, uh, by fucking Thursday. But my thing is the strums right before like the drums start going on the intro mm-hmm. is 
my favorite sound, I think, on the entire album. It's right at the beginning. It's just someone just strums on the guitar real quick and like real nonchalant, like right when the song starts. Um, and it's so quick, but it's so perfect. But that's that's all I got. It's a short song. It's very short. Um, it's fun, but it yeah, it's fucking hilarious that it's. <laughs> it's you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, Green Green Grass of Home is the next little ditty. I love it too. It's another sad. Reminiscing about the better times. Yeah, reminiscing and dreaming. Um, would you like to? No. All right. Um, Your ticket point, sir. Thank you. Um, so, this song, <clears throat> from the title, The Green Green Grass of Home. Um, and so he's finally coming home to see his family and Mary, who has hair of gold and lips like cherries. So right off the beginning, we're, we're discussing things in great uh, color. You know, like we're, these are the colors, these are what we're seeing, these are the beautiful things about coming home. Um, and the townspeople are greeting him. Uh, and just as, you know, he's just so happy to be home. Everyone's happy to see him. And then after everything's happy and fine and amazing and oh my gosh, he's, he's back with Mary. Verse three comes in and says, then I awake and look around me to the gray walls that surround me. So the man wakes up, he's been dreaming Mm -hmm. of his colorful home. And then he wakes up, opens his eyes to the gray walls of prison. That's why I think that all prisoners should be taught how to astrally project. (laughs) (laughs) You want to make superheroes out of everybody? I I just want them to be able to leave the prison physically. Like Tupac said. I think Tupac said it. Just bring. But my body's in a prison, my mind's not. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gastrally project. Gastrally project. Gastral traveling. Um, so he was dreaming of home and the people he loves, and he's determined to make it that dream a reality, even if it is just in spirit. So the uh, one of the good like uh, visualizations of the song is when he's discussing, when he's thinking about the old oak tree where he used to play is where they lay him down. And everyone, by the end of the song, has in fact come to see him. Uh, this... this uh, in the green green grass this song though the vibe and the the way johnny cash is singing reminds me of elvis um okay just the cadence and the rhythm and just the like the the attitude mm-hmm. um he's dreaming it up and you know it's it's elvis a, presley or elvis costello presley okay <clears throat> presley um sorry they're both very good but yeah, so just you know, dreaming about the so when once you finally hear the song and you realize that switch up in the verse three, it just it goes from like a happy like coming like homecoming song to holy shit like no this is another song about a a man who's in prison for the rest of his life and is gonna go back home but just you know after he's already been hung or killed or however for whatever crime he produced or just died of old age. But um, the the outro to this song leads us into the final song on the album, um, which the next song was written by a man in Folsom, Mr. Glenn Shirley. And Cash says uh, between songs that he only sung it once before the show. 
So what happened was Glenn Shirley gave the recording to the prison chaplain, Reverend Floyd Gresset, who's the pastor of the Avenue Community Church in Ventura, California, the church that Johnny Cash went to quite frequently for service. So that reverend gave the recording to Johnny Cash on the day before his show. And uh, wow. Cash Harden is like, we got to play this shit live. It's crazy good. And it's by a man from Folsom. Could you imagine being... That prison, you'd be a fucking legend in that prison if Johnny Cash came to your prison and sang your song. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah, and ended his show with your oh song. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's a Just beautiful, the beautiful fact song. That Johnny Cash knows your name. Yeah, it's, it's a song. It's called Greystone Chapel. It's oh. the name of the chapel in the prison. Um, it's kind of about the oasis. Yeah, in the pr- in the in the prison and and an escape from all the pain of, of going through that shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah the chorus um, is kind of like in reference to what you were talking about earlier inside the walls of prison my body may be but my lord has set my soul free mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it, like you said it's the oasis it's like that the salvation you can find you know in God and in religion um, when you when you know when you accept that um, but yeah, the prisoner is kept here, but he has soul, you know. He is claimed that it resides with the Lord. Um, and then <laughs> this line is, you wouldn't think God has a place here at Folsom, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But um, And then the uh, I really like the, the den of sin. That's a good that's a good line, too, to just put in there. Um, because really, when, like you talk about it, like that is basically what they're sitting in. Mm-hmm. Um but it takes rings to move here at Folsom, but the door to the house of God is never locked. So just saying that, you know, you could you could reach God wherever uh, you may be. Um, <clears throat> and then the the line "flower of light and a field of darkness" uh, goes back to you. You were saying about it being an oasis mm. um, and a flower of light. That's a that's a that's a pretty. This is a very poetic song uh, yeah. written by the by Glenn Shirley. The um, it reminds me of the verse from the book of Matthew with God, all things are possible. Because I'm not fucking being in prison, being incarcerated like that. Imagine you got to have something to help you get through it. So if it's God or whatever it may be, at least you got something to just you know keep going uh, day to day and just to carry on inside fucking mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. Um. The like the singing in this song. So the chorus has June backing up the vocals, and when I'm listening to it, it sounds like gospel music. Like it's so sure, it's yeah. so angelic. It's so beautiful. Um, I I just kind I would just love to sit to be in that room when they're playing this song, and just knowing it's like one of your like fellow inmates wrote this song, but um. So it's after the song plays, yeah, uh, they introduce his dad. His dad's there. Oh my god, Ray, Ray Cat. What's his name? Ray, right? Ray. Oh. Ray Cash. They say Johnny Roy. Cash is dead. Roy. They Johnny Cash is dead. It Roy Cash. Yeah, Roy Cash. So he's there. Um, and they give him a little gift. <laughs> what is? What is that? They 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 don't say in the album what it is, but I did some I did a little digging. Some digging. And. It is some tin cups. <laughs> Which fucking I couldn't fucking find. It still pisses me off. Uh, 
tin cups because he kept referencing it and talking shit about how he every everything he drank was in tin cups. In tin cups, he fucking so tossed they, one so out to the fucking him, crowd. They gave him some, which is funny. That is cool. Um, and then and then the audience boos the assistant warden, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking amazing. Oh my god, I love it. I love they booed all the. <laughs> they booed all the all the staff. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, so Johnny Cash, fucking amazing mm-hmm. musician, amazing album, and like you said earlier, it's like a concept album. It truly is. I yeah. Like. Um. Yeah. Because back then, you know, you really brought light to, you know, these men inside the walls of Folsom prison are still human. Mm-hmm. We're going to highlight them. We're going to tell you a little bit about their stories and we're going to, you know, bring them into your, essentially like we're going to bring their stories into your home mm-hmm. so you can, you know, maybe just love a little bit more, you know? Yeah. So. Think about everybody else, not just you, which yeah, goes right back into the epitome of like, what did you say earlier? Some Positive dumb masculinity. Shit. Yeah. Some dumb that's shit. What you said. That's your quote. Um, but yeah, so the album, what do you think? <sighs> you want me to give it a rating? If you want, or just, do you have any, um, final thoughts? Other than it's very good. Yes. Yeah, very good. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what's your, uh, you can hit me with your rating. Food rating is oh, higher yeah. than fucking last week because this shit is fire. It's better oh than last week. God. It's better than, oh my God. It's so he called me the other day to tell me, he goes, Dude, Robbie, you want hey. to fucking believe this? You gonna fuck. <laughs> he goes, he goes. It's gonna be so fucking good. He goes, I, and then earlier he goes, I went to temp it. He goes, I stuck my fucking finger in there to see if it was done, and it almost fucking went right through like butter. And I was like, Why am I giving Angel like a like a Brooklyn type accent? <laughs> but um, he's just geek, and I was just like, Oh my god, if Angel's like losing his mind over this, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah. Which it's so good. I give it a 10. I have to give it a 10. It, uh, yeah, 10. Because honestly, this week, like, he, he switched bl- up the cornbread recipe. He the goddamn park, son. son. He, he switched the cornbread up. He, had he changed the whole fucking game. Bacon. Oh, my God. The corn with the lima beans, like, changed the flavor of all that, too. Oh, my God. Fucking genius, Angel is. Ten. I love it. 10. We're too lucky. 10. 10 food. Food We're 10. Blessed. Album? Food 10. 8.3. 8.3. I'm going to go 8.7. Because those songs, that dirty, dirty egg sucking song, they should have been, the been like, you know that song, don't bring your guns to town, son. Don't leave your guns at home. It should have been that, and it should have been Ring of Fire. Oh if they were replaced with those two songs, God. if they were replaced with those two songs, yeah. 10. Or Big Iron. Does he do a cover of that? Yes. I never heard his cover it's of it. It's so good. We'll listen to it after the show. Okay. It's so good. So, 8.3, 8.7. Yeah, eight point seven, and then ten on food for both of us because Chef Angel. Oh my God, is an angel. Our boy. Yeah, so. we don't deserve Angel, but I love him so much. He's the fucking best. Um, we are but humble servants to Chef yes. Angel's <laughs> talent. Yeah, we we owe it to him to sit here and bullshit for an hour and a half just to eventually get back to thanking him again for his food. But yeah, so Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. That's all I got for it. That's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. Thank. So. Uh, Nelson motherfucking Con. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to talk about next week a little bit, don't we? Oh, yeah, you're right. You don't want to talk about next bad. week? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Back it up, son. Well, you we too whoop. excited to end this shit. Sorry. <laughs> I like talking to you, dog. <laughs> uh, so next week, uh, we are doing Swimming. Oh, my God, yes. By Mac Miller. One of, one, of, one of my favorite albums, one of my favorite chill albums. I'm yes. so excited to talk Rest about it. Rest in peace. So next, be- next week, we'll be back with that. 
Yeah. Uh, you'll see our posts on social media about it and what we're what we're eating. Maybe you can you can chop along with us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put so, that um, shit up. Keep an eye out for thank it. Thank you for watching. This has been Nelson Motherfucking Conroy and Lil Robbie Vince. Cash traveling. See you next week. See ya. Have a good night. <laughs>